0: welcome into the at the yard podcast pbr national cross checkers shooter hunt is going to join me today and break down the recently completed pbr tournaments california state games stay tuned for that show Welcome back to the At The Art Podcast. I am pumped to have national cross-checker Shooter Hunt joining us. And Shooter, you made your way down to SoCal last weekend for the PBR Tournaments California State Games loaded event. We're going to dive deep into this event, but just give me your initial kind of take, your initial reaction on the event
1: as a whole. I I mean, top to bottom, Each, each age level was... Unbelievable. And I'd say I'm surprised, but it's not. You go out to California, you know you're going to see a ton. Um, And I put out a couple notebooks with some stuff that I saw. But even more amazing is with recruiting getting going earlier and earlier, guys committing to, to schools early on. The depth of California, you can find players who are young and uncommitted and you can find them going into their senior year and even in the senior year who are uncommitted and will make an impact at the next level. Yeah, we're going to dive into a few of those guys, and, and
0: you're right. I mean, there are so many players, and then now with the, everything that's going on with the coaching changes out here on the West Coast, I mean, that's just kind of adding to mm-hmm. it, right, because a lot of those guys are choosing to open up their recruitments uh, going into their, you know, this summer. So, oh, man, it, it just tons of players. So let, let's dive into it, Shooter. Let's start with the 14 U's because this tournament it did have a 17 U, 16 U, 15 U, 14 U division. Uh, mm-hmm. somewhere in the neighborhood of 64 teams at the heart uh, great park uh, heart park university high school mission viejo J. sarah uh, santa margarita a few other facilities tustin uh, so all over the place uh, but the main hub was the great park and then the stadium there uh, the 14u teams that you and i both saw uh, a couple of guys that we had had at a few events stood out here but let's start with that prospect united 14u team because man the, that team had about as much talent as I've ever seen on a 14U team ever.
1: Yeah, and what is it, the CIF Southern region or division? The Southern, southern section. Yeah, the, watching the 14U is like watching the Southern section next four years because <laughs> you're, you're looking at that Prospect United team had dudes all over the place. And I was actually headed over to the Pro Case Um And the Prospect United 14U team was coming on in the next game. So I was going to leave, and I just watched their warm up and decided I can't leave this game. Um, And it it really was Kai Caranto who stood out at first. And Caranto's headed to have Harvard Westlake next year. Um, His actions at shortstop are about as polished as you're going to see for a freshman. Um, he went in the whole backhand, like he's been doing it his whole life, made two or three plays to the backhand with, with that arm strain. Now he's only five, seven, about 150 pounds. Um, so, some solid strength in the lower half. I don't know how much bigger he's going to get tall wise, but he, he can already really swing it and pick it. He hopped on the mound. It's a, it's a strong arm. He looks like a shortstop and an athlete on the bump um but he's
0: and he's physical too right I mean you said that you know he's about 150 or or wherever he's listed but it's a strong 150 and it's a compact body and there's some strength there he made a play in the game I was watching to end an inning where he just kind of dove to his left up the middle and and made the stop and from a knee threw over to first and I mean it was it was a you know that that's a play you see from a high school senior
1: or a college guy right i mean not let alone a kid going into his freshman year If you told me a draft junior in college was making those plays, I'd believe it too. That's how clean this stuff is and and the arm really works. And I I I would say there's some concern about him growing anymore, but there's really not. I look at Anthony and Anthony Volpe, a Jersey kid who went the first round this year to the Yankees. um, And even Alex Bregman, smaller type guys who are making huge impacts um, for professional baseball. This is the type of guy who is going to develop at Harvard Westlake, going to get better and anyway, he was really impressive there, but he wasn't alone. He was not alone on that on that team by any means. No, I don't- no sorry Ian Duarte who I didn't see him play the field I don't know if he was banged up um and who was also listed as a pitcher but he let off for them and he can really run it's a high-waisted athlete the actions just just the way he bounced around the base pass and and swung the bat um he's another really good one that guys are going to want to follow Brady Reynolds was behind the plate big physical six foot 180 pound left-handed hitting catcher um Though it is physical now, it still looks like he's going to get stronger and, and bigger. Like he's yeah. he's not done yet, and it works uphill through the zone. Uh, I saw him get a couple hits the first day, and then right before I was leaving, he banged some balls against the Blues in in the final four.
0: Yeah, and he he's a big physical dude. Like you said, I think that body is just gonna it's gonna firm up, and with that, he's just gonna get stronger. But he from the left side, I mean, he he bangs like you said. I I really like him, and you know there'll be some question down the road whether he's a catcher or a first baseman. But I mean, that bat really really plays, and and I'm I'm, I'm interested if you if you saw this guy and your thoughts on him, but. Uh, Greg Tony was playing third base for that team and I didn't get to see him pitch uh, but I saw him play third base and man, his actions at third base the arm is huge, right? And But his ability to play to the backhand or even to the front side, uh, and then just get good reads off the bat I mean, I was really impressed with him Did you get a chance
1: to kind of dive into him at all? Uh, a little bit, but like I can't stress this enough one through nine, you want to get some eyes on this team <laughs> Yeah, because no doubt. You know, like Jacob Villa Yep. Who, just a little second baseman he can pick it too and he is kind of in the shadow of a Caronto just because he's so advanced but this little dude he can get after it too on the on the ball field
0: yeah Villa pondo he's got some nice actions but the guy for me that that really opened my eyes on that team and i think i texted you after i saw his first at bat and that, that was benjamin ryland i mean he's only a 24 and i know we're not going to dive into that too much but holy smoke, shooter, the actions this guy shows at the plate are very, very advanced.
1: (laughs) I'll say so. I thought he was a 23. And I I don't do any, you know, talking about those guys who are not in high school yet, just because it's too soon. Um, But he definitely got a big star next to his name with a make sure you know who this is next summer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I put a tweet out after that at bat. And I just said, you know, remember this name sort of thing. And, Within five minutes, I got a text from a recruiting coordinator out of Power 5 school and just kind of joking. says, He's like, dude, you're tweeting about an eighth grader. And I said, dude, <laughs> wait till you see him. This guy is, is really, really
1: good. But uh, let's just yeah, l- You keep going. I mean, Cooper Hansen took some really good swings for them. He was playing the corner outfield position. Big left-handed hitter, 6'1", 175. Um, I mean, he banged a, a double off the wall for me while I was watching. So – just get out there. If you're a college coach, check those guys out one through nine. They're good.
0: Yeah, they are real good. The other good team in that 14U was that California Blues team. And I mean, if you had to say that, you know, one team was more stacked than the other, you're going to have a hard time choosing between these two teams because that California Blues team that they've got assembled over there, that's a pretty sweet roster. And that one through nine is, is nothing to sneeze at either.
1: Oh, not at all. And you're looking at Olu, 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 South Hills, you type, uh, uh, Huntington beach. Like those are a lot of guys and go into some big time programs. Um, But just from the start, I I got a quick look at them in that semifinal game, um, which was nice because the full pregame, they were taking ground balls, watching some actions in the outfield, Um, really like the way Casey Borba moved around, just his hands. Uh, He's going to have to continue work on that speed. Uh, He's a bigger frame, strong 5'10", 165 third baseman, but the hands really work in the field with a quick arm. And then at the plate, he hit in the four hole and uh, Caranto was on the mound. Caranto brings it. And uh, Borba had no issue with two strikes, driving the ball the opposite field. And then I saw another at bat. He's laced a line drive, which ended up being a line out to the shortstop. But he's got some quick hands. I think the frame's going to get even better moving forward. Um, Really liked him. And then hitting right behind him was Ralphie Velasquez. Surprise, surprise, Huntington Beach is getting another good player. Um, Yeah. But he he swung the bat really well from the left-hand side. It was a relaxed setup, um, just flat through the zone. I I really liked how long the barrel stayed in the zone for him. Uh, I think he's going to really hit. And then uh, the shortstop, who who is a really good player, um, I'm I'm missing his name right now, but. He anyway, Cole, he's going to be a really Cole, good
0: one. Cole, Cole or Rodriguez, because they were both pretty good. They also had Quintanilla, who
1: was pretty good. Rosa, it's Rosales. Marcos, okay. Marcos Rosales, like, there we go. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um But I, I watched him in pregame, just really picking it. It's what you expect out of a SoCal shortstop. He looks at, like another one of those next guys. Um, didn't do anything in, in game, but it was only two at-bats that I got to see him there. Um, uh, but he was a really good one.
0: Yeah, I saw them one game. I think it was Friday night. Uh, and, and, you know, the guy that really jumped off, there was two guys that really jumped off uh, for me. And obviously Egan, Owen Egan, is a guy we've talked about quite a bit. But he had mm-hmm. two really strong at-bats where one where you. Ripped a stand up double in the left center field gap, and uh, you know, the other one he pushed it the other way for a base hit. Just really good ABs, and the other guy was another, you know, surprise, surprise 2024 Matthew champion. I don't know if you got to see him at the plate, but. Man, if if we talked about Ryland's approach at the plate, just really patient, this guy is kind of the same way and just, you know, he's a bigger-bodied guy, 5'11", 180. But, man, he can really drive balls into the gap. So uh, the future looks bright there for Olu with both Ryland uh, and, and Champion headed their way here in
1: another year or so. Yeah, we, we got guys all over that CIF Southern Division. Shocker, it's going to be another must-watch next four years.
0: Yeah, there's a 2023 for the top-tier Americans that you really like, the shooter, going to Etiwad high school, Makai Harrison, six foot foot first baseman.
1: Yeah, big physical kid. Um, I think he's going to have some power potential. He's a he's guy to watch. One so I really like was their their shortstop. Um who was able to to just – just his actions out there, um, uh, Roman Martin. He's head to servite, but at 5'11", he's only about 140 pounds right now, still adding that strength and muscle. So the load at the plate is just a little bit weaker because he has to compensate for that lack of strength. But once he adds it, it it's going to be there. He let off for that top tier team. And another guy who had shortstop looks the part. You know, those SoCal kids, they at 10 years old, I'm sure they're going backhand in the hole, making throws on the run. And that, that's what it looks like. They all know exactly what to do.
0: Hey man, if it makes you feel any better, my son's five, and we're already working on that. <laughs> but hey, you know, hey, but what do you know? Right, the Trinity League, like all these guys that we talked about so far, most of them are either going to the Trinity League or they're going to the Mission League. So you know, surprise, surprise, and with those two leagues just getting stronger and stronger. Uh, but shooter, let's let's jump ahead to the fifteen use. Uh, these guys led things off for us here on, on Thursday as well. Uh, the for baseball team, we saw a couple of guys there that, that I really liked. And, you know, one of them, uh, Ian Halverson, who we saw at the preseason All-State, uh, had mm-hmm. some nice actions at short, you know, good little bat. And he looks like he's filled out a little bit. Uh, I saw them the first game. Uh, he hit a ball into left center field that bounced off the off the uh, track and went over the fence, off the net, and then back in and they ruled it a ground rule double. Um, and and he was kind of bummed because I think, you know, I think he would have scored. I mean, he was already around second, uh, and, you know, when the ball landed. So uh, you saw something pretty good from him with the bat too, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: He, he didn't have to worry about that when he went deep to the opposite field while I was watching him over at Uni High. Um, and, and like you said, we saw him at the preseason, or I saw to see him at the preseason All-State. And it sounds like he had a really good varsity spring, um, but – really good player. He's one of those dudes that you're going to want to see him more and more and you'll like him more and more. Um, The setup is a little bit funky and that deeper crouch, but he gets the job done and the hands are quick enough to make up for, you know, a a bigger load, I guess. Um, But He's going to be one of those types in college where if you don't go on him, he's going to terrorize you for three or four years. So um, I I expect him to continue to hit. He just has that, that aura about him where it's that tunnel vision. I'm getting the job done here.
0: Yeah, and, and I really like the way he plays on defense, man. He kind of takes charge out there. You know, to his right, he's got an Oregon State commit and Tyler Goff playing third base And when when he wasn't pitching. And Halverson was just kind of, you could tell that he was the field general. But I don't know if you got the chance to see Goff pitch. I know Russ did. Uh, but, you know, I I like his approach at the plate and, and just the way he handles third base, too. So, I mean, he has a potential to, to be a two-way guy, you know, down the road, I think.
1: Well, i'm I'm sure it, it's big Velo. I wasn't there for him him pitching. Um, but Oregon State's recruiting athletes like that. and when you can get an athlete who can play the field, swing the bat, and is also a dude on the mound, it just helps with the projection where, hey, yes, he's already up in the low 90 s, wherever he's at, he can make another jump because he's so athletic. So that's I'm sure what the beeves are pumped up about. Yeah, they, how can you not be? And then the
0: other 15U team, they I mean, gosh, this was one of the better 15U teams. I think they won it all, if I'm not mistaken. That's the prime 15U. Uh, this team was just loaded. Uh, you know, I know you got eyes on those guys. What do you got from there?
1: Yeah, I had to pull up the roster here because I got something on each one of those guys. But Coach Carp did a great job with those guys, winning the championship. I can't say enough. And another guy who was at the preseason All-State, Jacob Reimer. Um, you type a player, I don't know how much varsity played. They had a really good team this spring with upperclassmen, but he's going to make an impact the next three years, um, played shortstop throughout the weekend for the prime and just barreled everything. And I talked about having that tunnel vision in game. This is a kid who goes up there looking to do damage every time. And not only is he looking to do it, he expects to do it. Um, I liked how the hands load it's real smooth, quick hands. It's got some power to the pull side. Um, most likely going to shift t- toward third base just because of the foot speed. Um, but he's going to have enough power to play those corner spots at the next level. Um, but he was alone tire. I believe it's Tyre Rodriguez. Yeah. Sorry if I'm not pronouncing it right. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I think it's Tyre. But yeah,
0: go go on this guy. I got some on him too.
1: But he was outstanding for me. It it was one of the first guys we get there. He drops down a bunt, scoots down the line. I watched him hit a double. He he was all over the field. Good looking athlete, high-waisted, going to get stronger, um, set the table at the top of the order. And his speed was a real factor in these games. So another guy who I think is going to be a really good one. Yeah, and I like his
0: actions in the field, too. I mean, we had him at our Rising Stars event uh, last fall, and he really showed good actions defensively. And then he jumped on the bump and was pretty good there, too. But it looks like he's just focusing on on the infield. But, yeah, I'm a big fan of that, guys. And then Wyatt Doty headed to uh, Yucaipa. I know he
1: had a big weekend, too. Yeah, a quick arm on the mound. I mean, he's going to run it up there pretty good. Jeez, this... This Ukaipa team is going to be pretty good. But, yeah. uh, I mean, the center fielder for that team, Chase Antillon, um he had a home run while I was watching. Not the biggest dude, 5'7, 165, some compact strength, but it's some serious bat speed that he brings to the, the table. Um, it, wait, it's wait, wait, hold dude. on, hold, hold on, shooter, hold on, shooter. He hit a home run, but <laughs> I believe that home run was at
0: Hart Park, correct? It was. Okay. So it was a Hart Park home run. That, that, that means something down here. <laughs>
1: Um, But he he can move around center field, plays the game hard, uh, was a fan of his. Jared Snyder, um, a 22 catcher. He also played some varsity this spring. Um, It's a projectable six-foot, 160-pound frame. The bat's still coming along but did a really nice job behind the dish. Um, some, a quick transfer, put a ball in the bag, threw a guy out for me. Um, but really good team there. Um, Austin Maharo wrote a little bit about him, was playing second base. He's a smaller guy, five eight, one hundred and fifty. but less, I'm telling you, this dude was playing second base on a routine fly ball, of the right fielder. He camped under it, called the right fielder off. That's how Whoa. fast
0: he was. <laughs> Wow, that's 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 impressive stuff. That prime team, that prime team was loaded, man. And I can only imagine that uh, you know after winning this championship, that they are going to have an opportunity to be in that position in several other tournaments uh, throughout this throughout this summer. Uh, you know, I got a lot of eyes on the West Coast Black Dogs 15U team. Uh, okay. They they have a 20 uh, 23 middle infielder by the name of Will Burns headed to uh, Mission Viejo High School and and you know I every time you and I talk it's that you know typical SoCal shortstop guy right I mean he's got mm-hmm. a good frame on him six foot 160 has really good actions with the glove and the hands work the feet work uh, just a good understanding you know he was playing it short while uh, Chris Paciola who's committed to UCLA uh, was playing second base so and I found that interesting so I reached out to Mission Viejo coach and he told me that he's a football baseball guy, so uh, that's gonna that's gonna be a fun guy to watch. But you know, Paciola was was also very good uh, at the plate. He he smoked a few balls into the gaps, and uh, you know you could see why uh, why uh, you know UCLA was on him uh, there pretty early with the bat. Uh, you know, the, but again, Will Burns that 2023 headed to Mission Viejo is a guy that I really liked. Um,
1: Mission Viejo they don't have a good football team, do they?
0: As a guy that knows SoCal football, I know you're I I know you're joking when you ask that question. So let, 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 let's shift over to the 16U's, and you know this is where we start getting into some of these 2021s, and uh, there's a handful of 22s playing in here. But the focus was the 2021s, and a couple of 20s playing in this this group. And one of the 20s playing in this group that I got eyes on was was Carson Hamro. Uh, you know he came out for Dykes for baseball in that 16U team, and uh, you know first inning was you know touched a 90, was living 88, 90, uh, just a really good clean arm he's a guy we saw at the preseason all-state shooter and uh it was good to see him uh that seems like some mechanical stuff his is, mind been cleaned up with him uh he okay. used to look like he got a little stuck before releasing the ball like in the back a little bit but that seems to be more fluid now uh so it's pretty exciting to see his development um, you know who on the 16 you did you happen to see dykes for baseball 16 you I did not see them, unfortunately. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Jo- Joseph Acosta is another righty uh, okay. uh, Alan told me about before the game. A- and he's like, you know, I keep an eye on this guy. He's a Marietta Valley guy. You know, he came out right handed pitcher, and there was a college coach. Uh, this was the day that my my battery died on my gun. College <laughs> coach was leaving. I said, Hey, before you leave, can I just get a few pitches? Uh, he said, Yes. Next thing you know, he and I are sitting there for a couple of innings watching this guy. But, uh, you know, he was 86, 87. Uh, really good slider, man, at 71 to 74. But he got it up to 76. Uh, the changeup shows, you know, it's down, it's hard, you know, at 83. You know, that's an arm that's uncommitted out in the Murrieta area. That- it's going to be, uh, you know, I think it's going to be
1: wisely or widely sought after. For sure. I, I, and we're moving on to the upperclassmen here, but I, before we get too far close to this draft, because I mean, 2020 California is probably going to be a big year, definitely yeah. bigger than 19 draft wise, um, There's a few underclassmen who are playing up with, with the big boys. Um, Jordan Kang infielder from hard Westlake, um, really performed well for me, like the way he loads and he's going to be an offensive second baseman, third baseman potential to go behind the plate. Um, but he was not scared facing some older arms. Um, he's, he's definitely going to help those guys out over there. Coach Halpert in the future, but the real guy who stood out to me on, on the first night, uh, gauge jump. (laughs) And Les, you've seen Gage before. Yeah, plenty of times. Yeah, it, it, it was really good. 87 to 89 left-handed pitcher. It's about 5'11", 175. There's some strength throughout, um, a little bit more of a durable frame. But his ability to spin the breaking ball and um, a big spin guy, spin wins, um he has the ability to manipulate that shape. Uh, it was 71 to 75. was able to drop it in for strikes. He back right-handers. Um, I didn't even think it was his sharpest outing. He probably took some time off after Jay Serra lost, but it was still pretty electric. And I'm sure he's going to have his choice of suitors in the future, um, but really good arm out of Gage Jump. Yeah, he was
0: uh, – that was about – I can – Probably say one of the top two or three outings of his that I've seen because he, he's been he was sharp coming back uh, late in the season for Jay Sarah mm-hmm. and, and he he looks really good. I mean, because you remember I saw him at MLK after, the day after I think it was the day after you left the last day of the, of the deal there. And I remember I texted you, man. He's eighty eight, eighty nine. Looks really good, and <laughs> and I think I tweeted out a video. And my phone started blowing up. Then I can only imagine what's you know what, what's going to happen here uh, once he starts hitting this summer circuit. But there was a speaking of a twenty ones in this group. There was a twenty one that I saw uh, again for Dykes for Baseball, Caleb a- Anderson, a righty. Uh, at a Paloma Valley high School, you know not a not a ton of velocity touched eighty five but he was eighty two eighty four but the arm's really loose it's really whippy it's a pretty projectable body at like six two maybe one sixty five uh, but man, okay. it's just—it's really loose. It looks a lot like—and I don't do the comp game, but you know, just to kind of uh, aesthetically, at least, it looks a lot like Jared Weaver. You know, with kind of the back turn and the the the, mm-hmm. the, the wide arm and and stuff. So it it, it just—it's uh, its an intriguing arm for sure. It's a guy that that uh, you know, there was a couple of schools there to see him. Uh, so he's a, you know a guy that's already known a little bit. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see where he goes.
1: Uh, yeah, this summer that that, that twenty one class is again really strong, and I mean these guys were playing up with the twenties. But Max Muncie, who you've been raving about all spring, it, 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 I feel like weekly I get a Max Muncie update from you. So this is my first time getting eyes on him. <laughs> And surprise, surprise, I'm talking about another SoCal shortstop who can really pick it. Um, the, the first day, w- weren't many chances for him, but he made a play at second base on a turn receiving it from the second baseman where you can just see how quickly those hands and his glove work, the um, the ball-to-hand Abilities that he has and thrown from any angle uh, he just knows how to play shortstop he's been groomed likely was at the Les Lukacs shortstop school by four <laughs> or five years old um, but he can swing it too he's playing for the SoCal Giants which is another stack team he's hitting in the three hole um, I, I like the way that the, he works the barrel he's got quick hands a little bit of the sneaky pop to the pull side but with two strikes he bunkers down and he's able to use the whole field and gets the job done
0: yeah, and you talked about that team. That team was absolutely just stacked, right? I mean, you know, they rolled out there. I think they closed with him. A righty a 21, Max Miller, uh, who had a cathedral down in San Diego. And, you know, oh, what do you know? Here he is, 87-89 with the wipeout slider at 77-79. And, I mean, big, durable frame, right? I mean, he's 6'3", 210-ish. Uh, just a you know pretty strong loose arm, and it's just impressive what that team had. And I know that there was a an, another twenty one pitcher that you really liked there
1: uh, on that team, Davis Graff. Yeah, Davis Graff. It, it's you know he's just. Almost like a baby giraffe. Like, there's so much to work with there where he's got a chance to get much better. It's a pitcher's frame, some athleticism. But I want to get back to Max Miller because <laughs> you said he was throwing that wipeout or that sharp slider. It was 79 to 81. So sharp. And it almost looked like he was a little bit amped up because in warmups, he showed more of a true curveball, 11.5. It was tightly spun, almost hear the hand snapping it off. Um, so that is in there. I, th- I think it's a swing in this pitch moving forward. Like you said, he was 87 to 89, that big frame. He is going to be a guy that a lot of those California colleges are going to be locked in on um, throughout the summer.
0: Yeah, and then another guy another guy they rolled out was the big righty Ben Grable, right, in the 2020 class, and, you know, all he did was touch 88-89. They listed him as a shortstop, and here he comes out, you know, 88-89, uh, you know, with some run to the arm side. That team was, that, that SoCal Giants team was pretty stacked
1: yeah, they were really good. And then they had a catcher catching those big arms. Charlie pick a 21 uncommitted who I liked the way he received the footwork and the transfer were exceptional for me. And he's got that arm strength. There's carry puts the ball or the ball on the bag. Um, he's one that I was hoping to see again, right before I left, I didn't end up seeing him, but I will be back to check out Charlie pick. Um, so he's another one. And then less before we move on to these 20s, because I want to talk more about the draft year. Um, the, the one guy who really stood out for me throughout the weekend was Gabe Darcy. Um, he's a 21 outfielder. J. Sarah Prada. Jeez, that J. Jay, Jay Sarah's going to be really good in the next couple of years. <laughs> they're <laughs> but, always really like good. Like they're not. Man. A, yeah, yeah they're, all, they're always really good. But at, he's 6'3, 190. It is a physically advanced frame, and it's strong lower half. But his whole approach to the at-bats and his preparation, pre-pitch routine, everything was there. And it's a controlled swing. It's easy power. It doesn't take much for him to generate um, some of those balls that he's hitting the the right field gap. He re- really concentrates to going the opposite way and drive the backside gap. Um, I'd like to see in the future if he has the ability to kind of come unglued, hit some pull side stuff. It was a, a quicker look for me. It's in there, um, but it's such easy power. And then the outfield, he's an obvious athlete, probably plays center field to the next level. If not, he'll have that power to stick in the corner out or in a corner spot. Um, But definitely a guy to know in SoCal.
0: Yeah, it, it was fun to watch his, his development this year, right? I mean, we saw him uh, at the MLK event again in January. I think we saw him together. And you could see, like, okay, this is a physical kid who, who gets it, right? And and you see him early in the season, and it's you, you see him adjusting to the varsity level. Then you see him the middle of the season, around the tournament time. And then you see him at the end of the year, you know, heading into the postseason. And he's a, he's a completely different player. And, and then just watching him this weekend, big fan. Of of that guy he's a big big physical dude man he you're right there there is a, a ton to like there with Gabe Darcy
1: uh, yeah, he's not playing right.
0: around <laughs> another 21 that played up in this this division was uh, Charlie song with the Jimmy G Marucci Navy and I don't know if you got eyes on him. I, I was able to see them in the semifinals on Monday and you know behind the plate going to Stanford. I mean he's a he's a, a physically um, advanced uh, catcher, right? I mean he's they list him 5, 10, 180, or one sixty actually, and he looks much bigger than that. The broad shoulders, the catch and throw are really good. I mean he's a guy that that uh, you know headed to Stanford that that's going to be a really good a really good player for them and then the, the one other 21 that I'd be remiss if I didn't mention <laughs> and you saw a bunch of, you know that's Rock Reggio
1: yeah I, I was going to say we, we can't go on without talking <laughs> about Reggio because again you, you watch the game that GBG Marucci team is stacked I mean one through nine you're going through that order and it's there, there's no there's no at bats that are off for the pitcher you got to be on the whole time and Reggio hits in the middle of the order and his determination at the plate to get a hit every single time really stands out. He's got energy through the roof. Um, but the approach is very advanced. Um, he, he hits like a player much older, He's very mature at the plate with feel for the barrel, can use the whole field. We'll get on a ball to pull side, but we'll drive it backside. Um, runs well. I don't know if you've seen him play any center field. I think he probably could. He was more in a corner spot when I was watching. Um, but a solid runner, good athlete, and you just can't teach that hit tool. Like it's, it's very advanced for him and he's just going to continue getting better against the talent that he's facing in SoCal.
0: Yeah, I've never seen him play in center field, but I'd imagine that he is fully capable of doing that. You know, I saw him in the semifinals uh, and and against Prime uh, in the 17U bracket, and he was batting leadoff. And and what I liked was just his his awareness and, and kind of his instincts and smarts. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. they were down they were down three one in the seventh or sixth it might have been the sixth, uh, and he's batting. Uh he leads off an inning and he just drops a bunt down for a bunt single to start a rally. Uh it was it was just really it was really neat to see kind of okay, I get it, I can I'm able to do this and then more importantly watch him watch him execute. But I'm just looking at that lineup card, right? You go you go Regio, one of the top uncommitted guys, Fal Falskin. NC State, Costello is committed to USD, Graham's going to Stanford, Payton's going to UCLA, Soms going to Stanford Wilson's going to GCU Buqueiro's uncommitted, Reyes is going to UCLA and Ornelas is going to TCU. How about that?
1: it's it's pretty studly um, and, and we're, we're gonna get to those guys in a second because it's not just that they're committed and good those are some physical dudes they're well put together and it's a threat to go deep throughout the line even Falskin who I did watch go deep who's probably one of the smaller guys on the team he's a threat so, yeah. um, But w- one more before I forget because I led with him in, in one of my upper class brain dumps. And it was the last guy I saw before I headed over to the airport real quick. Almost missed my flight because I was so locked in on him. Um, but an uncommitted left-handed pitcher from Quartz Hill. Uh, I don't know where that is, Les, but – up It's up in Lancaster, up the 14 area. OK. Left-handed pitcher Ryan Rediman and – caught me caught the corner of my eye i ran over because it was a loose whippy arm coming from a left-hander he was only 82 to 84 i I say only for now because it's gonna jump um he's 5'11", 165 it's an elastic um frame elastic arm ball comes out well three pitches he was getting swings and misses with the fastball and i think there's much more on the way He's a guy to go see. Really good student engineering degree looking for. Um, I, I think there's some good engineering programs in state, but also around the country. Um, there's going to be some guys that want to see a lefty like that. Yeah, no question. I'm glad you brought him up. His coach told me about him prior to the start
0: of the high school season, and he had a really good year for them. So uh, Quartz Hill up in the Lancaster area, getting a little bit of, getting a little bit of love there. Uh, so let's jump into those those 2020s on the GBG Rucci team.
1: Uh, you know, we,
0: we were fortunate enough to have a few of these guys at the uh, Pro Case on Saturday. Uh, so we had, saw them in a little different setting than the tournament uh, as well as the tournament. So it's pretty neat to see a couple of different settings. But who do you want
1: to leave us off with? Uh, I mean, I'll just go straight through this GBG team <laughs> to start because I watched them a few times. Um, the physicality, you're looking at Kevin Parada, Georgia Tech recruit. He's a, a catcher. He had a huge fall, solid spring, and just getting eyes on him. His frame, very similar to Carter Graham, who's a Stanford recruit, third baseman. Big um, barrel chested, strong legs. Um, Eli Patton, who's a left-handed hitter. It's basically a left-handed hitting version of Parada and Graham. Um, He's a UCLA recruit. He was at the Pro K, so I'm sure you guys will talk about them. But those three dudes in the middle of the order, it's – you're going through like I can give a back-to-back-to-back to back to back jacks here. Um, but the, the two righties, Graham and Parada, it's short strokes. They got strong wrist. Um, it's it's pretty easy power. The ball jumps off both their bats. I, I mentioned that uh, Nathan I said, I don't know who buys their bats, but it sounds different. And they must be getting some big league lumber here with the Marucci team. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's Marucci wood, which is always good. Um, but I, I like the way a patent set up UCLA recruit, real balance from the left side. Left-handed hitters just have those smooth swings. He's one of those um, with the ability to drive the ball to all fields. Um, and then you talked about the Notre Dame uh, teammates, um, Ornelas and Reyes. Ornelas continues to use that speed um, to put pressure on defenses. He's a threat to drop down a bunt at any time. Um, Reyes was a little quieter at the plate for me. We saw him at, at the pro case. The hands are, are, are a little stiffer right now, but the speed of the barrel getting through the zone is undeniable. I think he'll free up over time. Um, so he looked good. I got to see a left-handed pitcher, an ace of that Notre Dame squad. And I believe – did they beat Harvard-Westlake? They did beat Harvard-Westlake two out of three to win the Mission League. Sorry to rub that in. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh um, <I'll- laughs> But anyway, Lucas Gordon, we got to watch. It almost looked like he was throwing a bullpen. It was 86, 88, touched 89 a few times. Um, really overmatched the team they were playing against with the fastball. Um, has better feel for the changeup than the curveball. Flips in, 68, 69 curveball. It's got some depth, but more of a get-me-over early on in counts. Um, but I, I could see him up in the low 90s next spring. Um, but three good solid pitches. He's a USC recruit ball came out well um but the one who stood out for me i, I wrote a, a good bit about him was the carson Falskin kid um <laughs> nc state recruit um not the biggest guy five nine probably about 165 170 but athletic switch hitter i saw him bang some balls from the left side um went deep in his first at bat that i was watching then drove the ball to the opposite field later on in the weekend um I only saw maybe one or two at-bats on the right side. It wasn't quite as good as the left-handed hitting was, but again, that was a small sample size. Could be better than that. I think he can play shortstop at the next level, most likely a second baseman, but as a switch-hitting second baseman, he's he's going to be a guy um, that teams are definitely going to look at there. Yeah. And surprised he got out of state, college Yeah,
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought him up. I hadn't seen him since uh, last year because – Newberry Park. Didn't, they didn't have the best year, but uh, I hadn't seen him. And he, my first impression was just how much more physical he looks, right? He looks like he has more strength mm-hmm. through the shoulders, down and through the back, down to the waist. And he just looks like a much more physical player than the last time I saw him. I, I got a chance to see him hit from both sides. He certainly looks more comfortable from the right side, but he, he also looks like he can do it from the left side. Uh, and then, obviously, the defensive actions, you're right, they're, they're undeniable. The arm strength is there. He could potentially stay on the left side. I don't know if he does at NC State. Maybe at a different place he would, uh, but I think he has an opportunity to really excel if he, you know, at NC State, whether it's at shortstop uh, or second base, just given his ability to handle the barrel.
1: Yeah, and, and interestingly the first day I saw GBG, they're going up against a big right-hander from Ontario Christian high school, Nolan Jorgensen. Mm. And I uh, went over to ask the coach a little bit about him. He's committed to the Naval Academy uh, 2020. He's six, um, five. It looks long and lean. I'm, I'm sure he's strong kid going to uh, one of the military academies usually is. And I didn't think the results reflected um, what he put forward in the outing because he's going against a deep GVG team kind of the early part of the summer. So he's probably been off for a while. It was only 80 to 83 with the fastball, but it almost came out of his sleeve. Um, It was a quick arm jumping out of his sleeve from a three-quarter spot slot. He got some really bad swings from that good GVG lineup. At times it flattened out a little bit and that's when they were able to get some barrels on the ball, but he was able to throw a ton of strikes, uh, more of a sweeping slider at 73 to 74. I think there's another Jump in there, most likely in college. But I wouldn't be surprised for Jordanson to head to college and make a serious impact in the Patriot League.
0: Yeah, that's that's a that, that sort of league right there is ideal, right for that guy. I mean, you know, then you talked, we we talked about GBG there in the team they played in the semifinal, the Prime Seventeen U. Um, hmm. You know, that team was was pretty stacked too. I mean, you know, the couple of guys that that I really uh, was impressed with over the course of the entire weekend... Uh, a couple of them were out also at the pro case. And, uh, you know, we start with Daniel Garcia, uh, the left-handed hitting catcher. I mean, he just showed really well all weekend. Uh, he also played in the outfield. Uh, but, I mean, in that game against GBG, had a couple of knocks. And, you know, he runs the base as well. What do you know, A guy, another guy out of Um, uh, You know, right-handed pitcher Gabe Nutter, who was in town from Missouri uh he went CG in that semifinal game uh after having after throwing at the pro case as well on Saturday but he he was uh, outstanding really good command of a breaking ball and then uh Zach Jankitsch the shortstop there uh, was really good all weekend. Uh, he put together some quality at bats, and uh, he, he shows the skills at at shortstop uh, that that should allow him to stay there when he gets to Pepperdine. Uh, really like that guy. Uh, but one last guy uh, that I want to talk about is the first yeah, wait, guy. Last, quick, I just oh. want to throw
1: Jordan Andrade. I saw the first day. He looked really okay. good too. Um, okay. A little more physical. Looks like he's put on some strength in the upper and lower halves, and he does not get cheated for a, a smaller frame guy. He works up the hill through the zone. It's quick with the hands. Um, so he, he's not just trying to spray the ball. He's trying to hit the ball hard from gap to gap. So I, I really like from where I saw him early on in the spring to what I saw this past weekend, Andre is, is another one to watch at Ukaipa who's going to be real good again next year.
0: Yeah, he was uh, – he, he, he had one really good at bat in the game that I saw them. Uh, and, and you know the other ones were just kind of, you know, I think fly outs on first or second pitches, so it's tough to really get a good read. But uh, one pitcher that we, you and I both saw on the first night uh, against PBA and against Gage Jump is a kid by the name of Wyatt Johnson out of Kennedy High School uh, here in La Palma. He's a 2020 right-handed pitcher. He was 84, 85. He touched 88 once, but he's got like this little two-seam cutter type pitch at eighty eighty two. that was I mean it was it was lights out he was getting swing and miss he was getting called strikes with it it was really impressive and then he's got a you know a pretty tight curveball at seventy one seventy two. but here's a guy at 6-3 a buck 70 uh you know he helped lead Kennedy to a CIF championship down here and uh, I want to say his division four uh and he was uh you know, really good all year, and he was good this weekend. So I just wanted to, you know, touch note on him.
1: Got to, got to. I mean, we could go on forever about these guys. And like I said, there are a bunch of not only committed twenties, but you're looking at some uncommitted guys who are also really good, um, playing on that prospect team um, up north. Where I'm looking for him right here because I wanted to sh- give him one shout out. Uh, where are you? Going through here, Tyler Ganis. Ganis. Yeah. Ganis. Ganis. A Harvard Westlake kid. I'm sure he had a great year for that team. Um, but it's probably going to be tough for him to play center field at Harvard Westlake because he's. What? He's behind a pretty good one there, Pete Crow Armstrong, but he did play center field while I was watching. He's got the speed to move out there, and he found the barrel like every at bat. He was leading off for them, um, but he's a good one. There's, there's some schools, if you're looking for an outfielder, an athlete, you can also play first base, swings the bat well, you know you're going to get a, a dude from Harvard-Westlake who knows how to play. Um, he's one to go check out. Yeah,
0: and one one other guy I didn't mention was uh, 2021 right-handed pitcher Eric Silva. Uh, I got eyes on him on the last day. Uh, He's a UCLA commit. His command was a tick off. Uh, You know, he was working 88, 89, touching 90. I think he touched a 91 once. The breaking ball was a little looser than the, than the previous times I'd seen him, uh, but it was still effective. Uh, you know, the body looks the same still. About five ten, about a buck sixty, buck sixty five. Uh, but he took two really good at bats in that game, driving one ball into right center field for a stand up double. Uh, and then pulling another one for a for a single uh, down to the left fielder, but man, it was—he's uh, an impressive player. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see whether he ends up pitching or hitting or doing both at UCLA. Absolutely. All right, shooter man. Well, I can't thank you enough, bro, for making time coming on and recapping this uh, PBR California State Games tournament. And I mean, we really, really are grateful for the fact that you came down here. You know, mixing us into your schedule, which is insane. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're just, we're just pumped to have had you here and just really appreciative. Can't wait to get back down. I'll see you in August. All right, buddy. We'll talk real soon. See ya. I want to thank Shooter Hunt for joining me on the podcast today. Be sure to check out com for all your news and information covering the state of California. And until next time, we'll see you at the yard.